Good morning. Today's daf in Babakama Mem Bays. We are on Mem Alpha Mem Bays. We are starting at the two dots. Two dots usually indicates new topic. It's not a new topic. It's the same topic, just a new, a new variation of the discussion. The Gemara quotes the Mishnah yesterday. We're going to quote the Mishnah from yesterday. Shor Adam Umes. So what happens is Rachmanus assures no gech, but doesn't create damage, but rather creates death, causes death. So it kills a human being. So what's the halacha? So more Misham Kofer, Vitam Patam and Kofer. So the Mishnah focuses on the payment of Kofer, that if it's the animal's a, an animal which is a muad, meaning it's killed three historically, so then the uh, the owner has to pay Kofer. However, if the animal's a Tamda, the owner doesn't pay Kofer. Good. That's the basic din that we learned yesterday. Our focus wasn't on the basic din, meaning we know the basic din, although yesterday's daf, Babakama Memal, otherwise known as yesterday's daf, the Gemara covered the most basic question which you have to ask, which is, is that once the animal killed once, that's a shore haniskal. The requirement is to take the shore, bring it to base, and kill the shore. So how do we ever get to a repeat offense of an animal? Animal is able to kill three times. Animal shouldn't be able to kill three times because animal should have been killed after its first after its first death. The uh, and, and and the Gemara gave yesterday. Remember eight different suggestions in terms of how how could it be? Okay, but for today's daf, all we have to know is that it could be. Right, yachol. So it's uh, it's possible that the animal becomes an, a, a muad and it kills, and the owner has to pay kofar. Good, but that's not our focus. Our focus is, is the following. I'm reading the pasuk in the Torah, right? Perek chaf aleph pasuk chaf ches. So if your shor were to kill man or woman, vameis, and the person dies, sakol yisakel ashor, velo ye achel es besaro ubal ashor naki. The animal is going to be put to death, otherwise known as the din of Shor Niskal. Now, as far as the owner's concern, so Baal HaShor Naki, the owner of the Shor, is going to be Naki. Now, remember yesterday we said simple pshat, meaning before we get to the Gemara, before yesterday's daf, before today's daf, simple pshat is, is that the owner is not going to be at fault. In other words, now the owner of the animal is going to have conscious and, 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 and difficulty sleeping in. In other words, anxiety, stress. All of that, but in terms of the din, so Baal Shornaki, in other words, the owner is not going to be at fault. Compare and contrast that to the animal which is a muad that kills. Now the owner is going to be at fault. In other words, and the owner should be put to death, but there's something called kofer, in which he can pay his way out of being put to death. Good. That's a simple shot of the Torah, but what we, what we did yesterday's daf, and we're going to do round number two. Baal Shornaki is coming to teach us something, right? In other words, we're learning Gemara, we're learning Alacha. And there's a din included, incorporated in Bala Shornaki. And what exactly is the din? Yesterday, we, 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 we took a crack at it. We took more than a crack at it. But the Gemara yesterday gave a couple suggestions. Right? We, we are just coming off the Gemara that says Bala Shornaki, meaning that he can't get any hana from the animal, even though the Torah says Lo Yeachel, and Lo Yeachel includes in it the Yisra Achila and the Yisra Hana'a. But Bala Shornaki is coming to tell me something additional and further. So what's the additional and further of Bala Shornaki? So yesterday, we made a couple suggestions. One of them was even the R, even the hide of the animal, you can't get enough from the hide. Okay? Uh, do I need Ubalashan Shornaki to tell me about the or? What about S Habasar? And we're going to darshan the S, and, and the S is coming to include the or, but that's only if we darshan S in. There is a school of thought that we don't darshan S in Shabbat Torah. That, that's all yesterday's stuff. Okay. As we start today's stuff, so we are setting ourselves up. I just teed us off. And what we're going to do is the same question, but today, in today's talk, we're going to give different answers to this question. The question of what do I do with Ubalashornaki? Tanarabana Ubalashornaki, we're in Mem Alpha Mudbeis, 
and we're at the two dots. It's about two thirds of the way down. Rebbe Lazar Menaki Mechazi Kofer. So I'll tell you what Naki means. Naki means he does not pay Chazi Kofer. Okay. Again, no, the Havamina would have been uh, that if my animals are and, 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 and killed a person, so I have to pay Kofer. Ah. So Tam Nezek, you pay Chazi Nezek. So Tam Death, I pay Chazi Kofer. That's the Havamina. And Rebbe Lazar says, so that's what I, that's what I'm contending with, the thought that I'm contending with. And therefore, the Torah is coming to teach me. No, Baal Hashor Naki, the owner of the shore is going to be Naki. Naki means clean. Clean over here means does not have to pay Chati Kofer. Amla Rebbe Kiva Valohu Atzma in Mishalma Lemegufo. So Hevil the Beisdin Vishalom Lecha. So the um, so uh, and then Rebbe Kiva looks at Rebbe Eliezer and says, "You got to be kidding." Meaning, let let's play this out. <laughs> what? I mean, the the short Tom kills somebody. And I need a Pusik to tell me that the owner does not pay Chatsi Kofer. Hmm. Where exactly is that payment coming from? Consider. Uh, the animals are Tom. Where is, where is all the money coming from to pay for the Tom? Migufa. It's coming from the animal itself. Okay, good. So no, the animal right now is an animal that killed, otherwise known as a Sharanisko. What is the value of a Sharanisko? Zero. In other words, it's Asabachil, it's Asabana. So zero value. So Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi Eliezer, like, I don't even understand. I don't need a drush at a time that the owner is pator from Chazi Kofer because the animal right now is valued as zero. We know payment is coming from the animal. So what, what, what else is the conclusion? Without a Pasuk, I already know that the owner wouldn't have to pay. Amal Rabbi Eliezer, ki kach ani be'necha shedinu b'zeh shechayv misam. So the uh, so Rabbi Lezer turns back to Rabbi Kiva and says to Rabbi Kiva, "That's that's what you think of me." Meaning, I I, I also thought of that, and I'm uh, I'm I'm responding to 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 your argument. So um, so ain't dini elakishemis adam al pi edechad. Oh, al pi balim. Rabbi Lezer says to Rabbi Kiva, "Look, there are situations in which the animal is not going to be put to death. Notably, it killed the person. How do we know it killed the person? Edechad. Alternatively, the owner of the animal." Uh, it came forward and said, my animal killed. So in either one of those circumstances, the animal is not going to be judged as a sure aniskal because the animal, in order for an animal to be killed, what do I need? Two witnesses attesting to the fact that the animal killed. So if I don't have two witnesses, the animal is not going to be put to death. Now the animal is not going to be put to death. The animal does have a value. Now I would have thought that you need that, that there's, the owner has to pay chazi kofer. No, I need the pasuk of, of ubala shornaki. So Alpi Balim Od Beknasu. So the Gemara says, now wait one second. On that last point of Alpi Balim, the owner came forward and testified that my animal killed. So now what? So now is, is, it doesn't have qualified, doesn't fall under the category of Knas and isn't Mod Beknas Pater. So Kasava Kufr Kapara. So the Gemara says, yeah, but on that argument alone, that wouldn't have been grounds enough to create Pator. Why? Because this payment over here is not a monetary payment. It's not Mamon, but rather it's a Kapara payment. Meaning what we're entertaining over here is that you're going to have to pay some form of kofer. Kofer show. And over here, it's the time. It's chati kofer. So it falls under a different category. Don't put it under the category of mamun. Put it under the category of kapara. And so therefore, even though we say modibiknas pater, but not necessarily by kapara. Okay. Anyway. So over here, Bala Shornaki is telling me, teaching us what? That what does that mean? Free and, 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 and exempt and doesn't have to pay? The exemption from Chati Kofer. That's the argument presented by Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Kiva pushed back. What we're going to do is another Brisa, same back and forth, new arguments. 
Tanya Ida Hamala Rebelazar Akiva Kach Ani Benechashidini Bizer Shachai Misa, Ain Dine Allah Be, Miss Kamala Haragas Behem of Haragas Adam. So, um, uh, Lemitri Vahargisho, Lenefalam Vaharag Ben Kayama. So, uh, Rebelazar says to Rabbi Akiva, wait one second. I'm going to give you an example where the animal killed and the animal is not going to be put to death. Notably, when the animal looked to attack a person where there's no Chiyav Misa. The Gemara gives three, three different examples, right? Let's go just, just focus on the first one. All, the, everything I'm saying is true for all three examples, but on the first one, right? The Kavana was Laharagas Behema Vaharagas Esadam. The animal was in pursuit mode, but the animal's intention, now I know it's funny, by the way, the last couple of days, we're trying to figure out what the animal's thinking. So the only way we know what the animal's thinking is obviously because of its behavior. There's no other way to figure it out, right? The animal is not a thinking entity. But, in other words, the animal was, uh, was, was lunging at another animal, and incidentally, it hit a person, it killed the person. So, and under those circumstances, there's a patur. In other words, the animal's not going to be put to death. Uh. So over there, it's the same point. As the Gemara is going to point out, it's even a stronger point. Because now what happened is, is that the animal killed the person. The animal's not going to be put to death. Now I would have thought, okay, so now the owner, the owner of the animal has to pay kofer. Aye, it's a tom. Fine, chatzik kofer. Aye, the animal's not worth something. Here it is. Because the animal's not going to be put to death. Okay. So in Bryson number one, Bryson number two, so the same back and forth between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Elazar, it just happens to be that Rabbi Kiva says, how are you paying? The animal's not worth anything. In Bryson number one, so Rabbi Elazar's counter-argument, his defense is, well, maybe maybe there was only one aide who testified to the to the murder. In Bryson number two, there are cases in which, mamish, there is not going to be a chiv misa because the animal wasn't intent on killing that particular person. Uh, Rev Kahana, hi, Amr Leberesha. Bottom of Mem Alpha Mid So the Gemara just simply wants to know we have two Brises. Rebbe Lazar responded. There was response number one, response number two. Okay, which of the two were said first? Meaning the Gemara is just assuming that what the Brise, each one of them is, is taking a snap picture of part of the dialogue. Meaning that you take Brise number one and one, and Brise number two. What it does is it creates the full dialogue. So now in this full dialogue, we're just kind of recreating the argument. Which one of those arguments did Rebbe Lazar present first to Rabbi Akiva? The, the Eid Echad argument or the Kavana argument? So the Gemara says, Rav Kahana, Mishmei Dereva Amar, Mizkavin Amar Leberesha, Rav Tavim, Mishmei Dereva Amar, Hamis Amar Leberesha. Okay, so the Amarayim are now going to be arguing which of the arguments was presented first. This is a re- really technical point of the Gemara over here, but it, it could be that, yes, it's a very technical point, but it could be that they're having a major, I was going to say philosophical, I don't know about philosophy, but a, a, a major back and forth in terms of when you are in counter defense. So what you should be presenting first, the, the strong argument or the smaller and weaker arguments? So, and the Gemara basically spells this out. I'm Rav Kanem Shemei Derava, Miskavin Amal Ebrei Shema Let me give you a mashal to help you understand this, and that, of course, is the fisherman, right? What, what mashal is better than the one dealing with the fisherman? We're on the top of Membezam and Aleph. Mishkach, Ravave, Shakal, Zutra, Shakal. And with the fisherman, so what does he do? So he gets, a, he casts a line out. And uh, the uh, and he catches a huge fish. So happy, so excited. Now, well, he's got a little bit more time. He's still on the boat. Throws out, throw, th- throws out the line and catches some small ones. He'll keep the small ones. Okay. You like the mushal. You don't like the mushal. <laughs> so, but, but in other words, but in the mushal, basically what we're hearing is the following. Right. In other words, what you should be what you should be going after first and foremost is the big the big one, 
Okay, now that's a mashal. Over here we mean the big argument. Of the two arguments, Kavana versus Eidechad, which is the bigger argument? The Gemara's assumption over here is that the Kavana is the better argument. It's a bigger argument, it's a better argument. And let's, let's present why that is. Right? And everything I'm saying is Ali with the Rashi. Uh, the, um, because the Kavana argument really takes away any chiv whatsoever. Meaning, the Kavana argument is, is that your animal was never looking to kill that person. Your animal was looking to kill another animal and incidentally kill the person. So over there, there is a Petur Mimisa. And that Petur is Legamre. Meaning, it knocks out the death penalty for the animal altogether. You see, when it comes to Eid so Eid so there's one witness. Okay, so there's one witness, which means that your animal was really high of Misa. It just happens to be that we don't have enough evidence, so we don't have enough uh, the, the testimony that would result in the death of the animal, but we know the animal killed. It's not as good an argument as the quote-unquote second one. I say second, meaning it's the second b'risa. It's not as good as the second one because in the second one, mamish, there's no chi of misa whatsoever. Okay, so so in the first approach of the Gemara, answer number two was reported first, meaning the counter-defense of number two was reported first because it's the stronger argument, it's the bigger fish, as the mushroom goes. Ah, and after after having caught the bigger fish, and then what Rabbi Lazar is also throwing at Rabbi Kiva is some smaller arguments as well. Keep keep the small fish. Okay. And Rav Tavim, Mishmeta Rav Amar Hamis, Amal Abereisha, Mishalat Saisha, Shaladagman Ayam, Mishkach Zutri Shakal, Mishkach Ravave, Zutri Vishakal Ravave. Now, in the other viewpoint, what Rabbi Lazar was throwing at Rabbi Kiva was, quote unquote, the smaller arguments. And then what happens is, is that then he landed the big one. And now again, as far as the mashal is concerned, so you throw your, your 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 line out and you catch a small fish, okay, yeah, not that excited. Ah, but what happens when you catch the big one? So now that you catch the big one, you take the small ones and you throw it back into the water. Okay. So here as well, in other words, Rabbi Lazar started off with the small arguments, but then he caught a big one, he got the big argument, okay, he dispensed with the small arguments. Okay. Admittedly, a technical, a technical discussion in the Gemara in terms of which of the counter-arguments the Rebbe Lazar present first. Okay, Adkan that takes us to another suggestion of what am I doing with Bala Shornaki? So Bala Shornaki is there to inform, instruct us regarding a tour from Chatzik Kofer. Okay, that's part one of today's daf. Next. Membez Amad Aleph, just a short while from the top of the Amad. Tanya Idach. Here we go with another approach. Right? One topic for today. Just various approaches. So a tour from Demei Vlados. Okay. Demei Vlados is a couple of sugas in Shas dealing with Demei Vlados. It's a pasuk in the Torah. Okay, the Torah describes two people fighting. Uh, the pasuk I found in Parshas Mishpatim, also Perak Chafalif, where, 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 where you're going to find most of the cases of Nezik in the Torah. I'm just, I'm just setting us up. Right? The, the pasuk, it's Perak Chafalif, pasuk of Beis. Two people are fighting. A pregnant woman walks into the into the fight. Okay, uh, you want to make it more dramatic. She's married to one of them. She wants to stop the fight. Okay, fine. And 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 Rachmanus, what happens now to this woman is that she gets punched. Okay, incidentally, and uh, the she gets punched in the stomach. She's a pregnant woman. And she miscarries as a result of that punch. So now that miscarriage is going to result in Demei Vlados. In other words, that's Nezek, and you're going to have to pay. And uh, so obviously the person who inflicted the damage is going to have to pay. Now, there's a halacha. It's in the Torah. 
The payment of Demei Vlados goes to her? No. The 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 um, the the Demei uh, Vlados penalty goes to her husband. Fine. Okay. If, if this is the first time you're hearing all this, by the way. I know it sounds a little bit strange, but the uh, that's the that's the din of the Torah regarding the payment of Demei Vlados. What we're learning together is Balashar Naki is t- teaching us the following, and that is is that when your animal is incurring the Demei Vlados penalty, so and the animal the uh, the the animal caused Demei Vlados, right? Uh, let's call it nezek damage, right? In other words, it's not it's not murder, okay? It, and I know, by the way, hopefully your, your your mind is going there, right? What does this speak to the idea of the uh, of the aborting of a fetus? Meaning, is it murder, right? It, from from this sequence of psukim, it's not murder. Meaning, it's not right to say the very least, but it's not an act of murder. If it's an act of murder, so then we're not having a payment discussion. So in other words, so it is nezek. Let's call it, let's call it the most appropriate term. It's nezek. But that nezek penalty is only going to be incurred by when a person does the damage. But when an animal does that damage, there will be a p'tur from that nezek. For, for a tam or a muad. Uh, perfect. Hold, hold that thought. So Balashor, Naki Rabbi Naki Vlados. Okay. So, to which Rabbi Yosei says, Naki Vlados. Now, over here, in terms of the back and forth is concerned, it's all going to sound very similar to one another because previously we went through Rebbe Eliezer and he understood it to be a p'tur from Chatzik Kofer. Now, Rebbe, uh, Rebbe Yosei Aglili, same kufa, same generation, says the p'tur is going on the on, 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 on Demei Vlados. So, Amalor Rebbe Kiva, where Rebbe Kiva is listening and Rebbe Kiva says, no, no. So, Amalor Rebbe Kiva, Arei Omer Kiyanatsu Anashim, Anashim Velo Shvarim. So, uh, Rabbi Kiva says, I, I agree with your conclusion. You don't need Balashor Naki. You don't need it. The Torah in the Pasuk of Demei Vlados, Chinatsu Anashim. Only when men are fighting is there going to be the Demei Vlados penalty. Okay. The Shapir Kamer Rabbi Kiva, now Rabbi Kiva had an unbelievably good Taina. I don't need a Balashor Naki. So Amr of Ulabrid, Ravidi Yitzterich. So the Gemara now is going to be spending some time, the Amoraim are going to spend a little bit of precious real estate here in the Gemara, defending Rabbi Eliezer. So here's our first defense of Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer. So here, we're going to say like this. You're right. tells me that men versus animal. Men are chayv and vados. Men meaning... Humans, right? When a person goes ahead and commits Demei Vlados Nezek, he's got to pay for Demei Vlados. But when an animal does so, he's putter. Ah, what kind of animal? David's question, right? The what kind of animal? Well, if we are contrasting person to, to, to animal, well, we're going to say it's a Shurham Muad. Why? Why, why, would, why would we say that? Because Adam Muad, Adam Muad Laolam. So in other words, so if categorically the Adam falls under Muad because... That's the rule regarding Adam. So the contrasting shore has also got to be a shore hamuad. Ah. So in other words, Adam, which is muad, is chayev. Shore, which is muad, is going to be pater. Now, if shore hamuad is pater, so now what does that tell, tell us about shore tam? Inferentially, it tells us that shore tam is going to be chayev. Now, if you're thinking this through, I'm pausing now for just a moment of thought. If you're thinking this through, that doesn't make any sense. All right? It's totally illogical. 
the Gemara is going to make exactly this point. Just uh, al- allowing the listener to just hear it and be like, that, that, that's weird. <laughs> it is. So, the, um, so, so, the, so now, if all I had was, right, I would have said that the Petur Shur is only going on the Moor, not on the Tam. Comes along the Pasuk of Bala Shur Naki to tell me that there's going to be a Petur of Demei Vlados even on the Tam. Oh. So uh, Rava says, well, that makes absolutely no sense. It's a great expression of the Gemara. If this is the first time you're hearing it, Gemara uses this expression a number of times. Yitziva Ba'ara. What do we do with the citizens? We put them on the ground. What do we do with the Geirim? What do we do with the, uh, with, with, with the aliens, with the, with, with, with the people who are, who are not native to our country? I, I know I'm speaking modern politics, but I'm just I'm explaining I'm explaining the expression. So you see, so Shmaya. So we give them an elevated status. Okay, the expression basically means what, am, what? What are you doing over here? Meaning you are you're mixing everything up, right? Right. The 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 societal order is totally out of whack. Over here, you're telling me that oh, the muad for Demei Vlados, oh, he's going to be Potter. but the Tom is going to be Chayev. That is such an absurd argument. How can you? How can you even make that argument? So Oh, so the Gemara says like this. Okay, so we're going to tweak. Meaning, you're, you're absolutely right. And here's our tweak that we're going to say now that if I had v'chinah to Hashem, here's what I would have said. I would have said v'chinah to Hashem. Again, there's a chiv v'demevlados when people are fighting. And people co- cause the nezik of Demei Vlados. But animals, there's putter. Now, which animal are we talking about? Well, we're talking about a muad. Because we're talking about Doma Leish. So we're talking about a muad. Now, if there's a patur of muad, there's also going to be a patur of tam. Why? Kal v'chomer. Because that's, that's, that's a sensible argument. Now, Hadakas Rechman, Baal HaShor Naki, Tam Pater Muad Chayev. Along comes Baal HaShor Naki to tell me that there is going to be exemption. But Balashornaki, that Pasuk is talking about what kind of animal? An animal which is a tam. Look at the Pasuk contextually. You will see it's talking about an animal which is a tam. Ah, so the Petur of Demei Vladis is limited only to a tam. Which means now that if a Muad animal were to cause Demei Vlados Nezek, the owner would be Chayev. So if you're a right, Gabi Boshev Nami Nemahachi. So interesting. So we've just learned together that there is going to be a Demei Vlados penalty if the animal causes Demei Vlados damage, if the animal is a Muad. Fascinating. Why don't we say the same thing regarding Boshas as well? Meaning, all we're going to do is just run through the same argument and arrive at a conclusion now. The owner of the animal is going to have to pay Boshas. So, so and, and and so why don't we say now that if your animal, which is a muad, hits and damages another person, they're going to have to pay not only the nezik damage, which of course we already knew, but also boshus as well. And 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 the and the gemara says okay, meaning maybe that's correct. Meaning we just went through that sequentially to arrive at a conclusion of chiyuv deme vlados. So why don't we say the same thing regarding chiyuv boshus? Yeah, but if you were right, we would have heard that. Meaning, Rabbi Tarfan's telling me that Ubalashar Naki's telling me exemption of. Now fill in the blank. Now he only said Demei Vlados. If you're right that it's Demei Vlados and it's Boshes, he would have said both. He didn't say both. 
Okay, so um, the uh, it, it leads us to the conclusion that Rav Yossi was only creating a petur of uh, of the Mevlados, not Boshas. So Ella by Ravadami Tavayu. So um, what what are we learning out from the words Naki? Again, let's let's set ourselves up. I know I know it's a complicated piece of Gemara today. I'm aware. We have a pasuk in the Torah said that that tells us about Shornaki that the owner of the shore is going to be exempt, clean, not liable to pay. That seems to be redundant. What are we learning from there? So now in this thread of the Gemara, what we're suggesting is is that it creates a petur of deme vlados. Oh. Petur of deme vlados. Didn't we know that already? Meaning, go to the pesukim regarding deme vlados. Okay. Period. Meaning, I, I know it, it sounded more complicated moments earlier, but period. In other words, only when a person creates Demei Vlados Nezek does he have to pay, but not, with it, not when it comes to a shore. So I already know that a shore is going to be Pater. So now, what am I doing with Balashor Naki? <coughs> so Abai Veravadami Tavayu, Anashim ain Asun Bi'isha, Yanshu. Yesh Asun Bi'isha, Lo Yanshu. Velo Shvarim, Afagav Yesh Asun Yanshu, Hadakas Rechman, Balashor Naki, the Pater. So Abai and Rava tells us as follows. Here's what I would have argued. Here's what I would have thought. When it comes to Anashim, a person doing uh, damage. Okay, so again, this, the, the scene is two men are fighting. And they're, and, and they're re- fighting over here, meaning they're really looking to not just injure one another, but to kill one another. It is a, right, the, the Gemara elsewhere says, it's a matzah shebemisa kasav madaber. Right, they're, they're fighting to the death. And along comes a pregnant woman and, and she gets punched. The Torah says one of two possibilities. Number one is lo yiyason. She didn't die. So I know she anesh. So now if she doesn't die, so you're going to have to pay the Demei Vlados pay, uh, pay, payment. However, im yiyason, if she does die, so then uh, the uh, the person is not going to pay Demei Vlados. Why, why not? Because of the rule of Kim Lebe Because once you are chay of Misa, so then you're going to be putter from having to pay mama. Okay? The rule of Kim This rule of Kim it applies to people. Does it apply to animals? And the answer, of course, is no. In other words, it's only a limitation to people. It's not a limitation to animal. So Abai and Rav say like this. Now let me reread. So when it comes to Anashim, you have this distinction of whether the woman was killed or the woman was just damaged, injured. Veloshvarim. On the other hand, that's not true by sure. The Afagav Yesha Son, so even though there's a son, meaning that the animal not just damaged the woman but killed the woman, so nevertheless, Ye Anshu, there's still going to be Nezek and monetary payment. So, uh, that's why the Torah has to say Balashor Naki to tell me that even though I could have made the argument that the uh, that the animal is going to be chayven to mevlados because the animal is not like a person. By people, you have kimle b'derabemine. By animals, you don't have kimle b'derabemine, and therefore you could have made the argument that it should be chayev. So comes along the pasuk to tell me balashornaki pater. Okay, and and I and I admit complicated thread of gemara. Ravadarava says, wait one second. In other words, yes, you're right. We do say But in other words, that's not a function of whether she dies or whether she whether she does not die, but it's a function of Kavana. Okay. 
what, what is Rav Adabarava talking about? Look at the last Rashi in Amad Aleph. Rashi writes, I'm reading the Rashi inside. Okay? Admit the Gemara is a little bit complicated. Now the point of Rav Adabarava is even a little bit more complicated. But let's take this step by step. Two people are fighting. Okay? Ruvain Shimon. Okay? Ruvain is looking to not just punch, but kill Shimon. Right? It's a Masa Shibim Misa Kazimadaber. They're fighting to the death. So Ruvain is looking to kill Shimon. So now he throws a punch, looking to not just injure, but kill Shimon. Now, the punch goes out of his control, and instead of landing on Shimon, it lands on the woman, the pregnant woman who steps right there in the middle. Okay? And it kills her. Is Ruvain going to be put to death? So this is the sugya of Niskavan Laharogazer, Vaharogazer. Yes, I'm looking to kill, but I'm looking to kill Shimon, not this woman who just got right in the middle. So, is such a person going to be Chai of Misa? Machlokas. Rav Adabrava, let's go through the Rashi. Svirle, the Rav Adab, Karebi Shimon Dam, Rav Masechet Sanhedrin, Beilo, Hinnan, Israf, Niskavan, Laharogazer, Vaharogazer, Pater, Mimisa, Vichai Bemaman. Rav Adah subscribes to Rabbi Shimon's viewpoint. Rabbi Shimon's viewpoint, cited in the Gemara Sanhedrin, Ayin Tess, where there Rabbi Shimon says, So there is no death penalty, even though you killed somebody, because of the gen, because of the rule of the So now if there's no death penalty, so what, what does that do? So it, it, it removes the Chiv Misa, and therefore insert Chiv Mamon. One, one, which is one second. One other point to consider, says Rashi. Ah, but in other words, don't we say Kimle, even if you're not actually put to death? As long as there's potentially a Misa penalty, isn't that enough to create a Petur Mamon? Yes, that's true, according to Tandabe Chizkia. Rav Ada doesn't subscribe to that viewpoint. So in other words, in order for there to be a Petur Misa, and the of Mamon, you must say two things, says Rashi. Number one, Rav Adah subscribes to Rabbi Shimon. This is a pater. And you also have to reject Tan de which means that even though potentially there could be a Chiyav Misa, but over here there wasn't, therefore there's a Chiyav Mamon. Okay, so, and now... This is where there's going to be onus. This is where there's going to be a penalty. Now, in Rav Ada's worldview, I don't know, worldview is saying it too widely. In his view, in this particular case, that means that when it comes to a person who kills a woman, whether she dies, whether she doesn't die, he's going to have to pay money, as we just got done explaining. Which means now, Anashim, when people are fighting and the woman either dies or doesn't die, there's going to be a penalty. Now, Anashim Veloshevarim, which means now that all this has come to exclude animals, which means that when it comes to an animal, so is, if in the case of Anashim there's going to be a chiv by animals, what is there going to be? A patur. So now, if all this is right, and that's a lot, I, I know, if all this is right, so now it comes out that when an animal damages a, and it does a demevala, does damages under any circumstance, whether she dies, whether she doesn't die, so the owner of the animal is going to be putter from demevlados. If all that's true, we're back to, why do I need a balsha or nucky? Okay. 
let, let me just finish the thread and then and 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 then we'll pause. So the um, so Elam Rav Adarav. So the so now here we are tweaking and fine tuning. So Anashim Kinis Kavla Zelaze Afa Gavshi Isha Sambi Isha Yanshu Kinis Kavain Liisha Atzma Lo Yanshu Velo Shvarim Dafilin Is Kavin Liisha Atzma Yanshu Kazurachon Abal Shor Naki Depetire. Okay, so here in our tweak now. So the Anashim, when their kavanah was to kill one another, not the woman. So if the woman is killed incidentally, there's going to be a, pe- a penalty, as we just explained. Uh, but when the intention was to kill the woman herself, meaning if in fact that were the case, so lo ye anshu, so there's not going to be demand for those payment because of the rule of Kimle. So now in this tweak, all we're just simply pointing out is, is that you're right. If she was killed incidentally, so you're right, there's no Misa and there's going to be payment. But if she was not killed incidentally, meaning if there was Kavana to kill her, so then there is not going to be a monetary payment because of the rule of Kimle. And that is to the exclusion of Ashur, meaning where when it comes to Ashur, again, there's no rule of Kimle when it comes to Ashur. So therefore, there's going to be a, uh, there's always going to be a monetary payment. So then, the Baal Shor Naki is coming to tell me that, Pater. Okay. And oh, by the way, Rav Chagai comes from the south, Yeshiva in the south. Okay. Which also, from a Florida standpoint, <laughs> we got a couple of those. So the, the original Memphis, by the way, Yeshiva of the south. So uh, anyway, so Kavase de Ravada Ba'ava said over exactly the way we just said it. Okay, so that was a long walk. That was a very long walk. First, almost almost covered the entirety of the first Amr of today's daf. What am I doing with the Baal Shornaki? To tell me a p'tur of Demei Vlados. If your animal were to cause injury to a pregnant woman, causing her to miscarry, so even though if the person created that injury, the person would be chayv Demei Vlados, when an animal causes an injury, the animal is going to be potter from Demei Vlados. Yeah. My question is, when the person kills somebody else unintentionally, and he, pays, he has to pay Kofar, right? So, no. Co- no. Kofar payment is only when your animal you kills. You damage, though. D- damage? In other words, if you kill, no. If you kill, you don't pay damages. You're not paying anything. Just any unintentional. Does it have to go to Yemenikwa? It depends whether it's made to the Shokik. But in other words, no. Once, once, once you're a murderer, so then there's no net, then, then there's no monetary payment. Okay. Um, Adkan, that takes us to the end of round two of today's daf. Okay. So, Baal Ashur Naki, the owner of Ashur, that kills a person. So, he is going to be excused. He'll be free. Free meaning free, monetarily free. There's a payment to consider that he's not going to have to pay. So, what is that payment? So in yesterday's daf, we made a couple suggestions. Today's daf, two more suggestions so far. Chatsi Kofer and Demei Vlados. Gemara is very hard to go through, very easy to summarize. Tanya Idach. Okay, and, and finishing up today's daf. Okay, Balash Ranaki Rabbi Kivamar, Naki Midemei Evan. Okay, so now our uh, final suggestion for today. And finally, we get to Rabbi Kiva. Now, up until now, what has Rabbi Kiva been doing? Dismissing. <laughs> refuting, right? Uh, the uh, Rabbi Eliezer made a suggestion that, at the beginning of today's daf. Rabbi Kiva says, no, d- d- don't like your suggestion. Rabbi Yossi Aglili made, made a suggestion. Rabbi Kiva said to him, nope, don't like yours. So now, 
right? It's a, it's a it's a nice progression in today's daf. You like really if you're following today's daf, like you get, you really see the progression. So So a short time that is no gech and kills an evet kanani. So does not have to pay the kanas of shoshim shkalim. So in other words, a sure muad that kills an evet kanani. Torah says that the uh, the owner of the animal has to pay kanas. Kanas meaning irrespective of what the actual market value of the evet kanani that was put to death. Evet kanani is chattel. Evet kanani has got a market value. And so therefore the death of an evet kanani would re- normally result in reimbursement to the owner. However, when it comes to a shuramur that kills an Evakanani, so the Torah imposes a kanas on its owner. They have to pay 30 shkalim. 30 shkalim is a lot of money. Okay. Um, don't know how to put that in, in, in monetary and dollar terms, but it is a lot of money. Consider 50 shkalim is the ksuva payment, okay, which is a significant amount of money in that that's the amount of money that's going to make a person think twice before divorcing. 30 shkalim, not that far behind. Anyway, the um, I, I know I, I cite that example all the time. So the Gemara says, well, if you've been listening to today's daf, you heard Rabbi Kiva dismiss Rabbi Elazar and dismiss Rabbi Yossi Aglili, and what's Rabbi Kiva's refrain? It was, now we heard it twice this morning, we're going to hear it now a third time. And that is, what, 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 what would you have thought? The animal is a tongue, and it killed an Evakanani. And what the Torah is telling you is, well, you don't have to pay the Shloshim Shkalim. Of course you don't pay the Shloshim Shkalim. Where's the, where's the money coming from? The animal itself. What is the animal right now? It's a Shor Aniska, which means that what's the value of the animal? Zero. So how are you going to be paying any money when your bank account shows zero? Okay? So, So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, well, maybe what happened was is that what the owner did is that before taking the basin and before the basin paskin shor haniskal, so the owner shechted the animal. Now the havamina would have been, well, uh, the basin didn't paskin yet and so therefore maybe it does have a value and therefore maybe you would have to pay the shloshim of, 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 of the evakinani. That's what I would have thought. The kamash malan is no. In other words, even though we haven't brought it to Basin yet, but in other words, Basin is going to Paskin, even though the animal's not alive anymore, but still, in other words, it's a din that the, that, that the animal that kills is going to be judged as a Shornizkal, either whether the animal's alive or even if, if after the animal was killed, was put to death, was shechted in this particular case. So, now, the Gemara just wants to know, you know, Rebbe Kiva, you, you defended yourself against your own argument. Why don't you do the same thing back when, when Rabbi Lazar made his point? And we could also add Rabbi Yossi Aglili as well. So Hachinami, the Gemara says, yeah, he could have said that. So the Gemara says, yeah. In other words, but what Rabbi Akiva did is Rabbi Akiva launched what he thought was a better attack against uh, against Rabbi Tarfon. And, and I said Rabbi Tarfon. Against Rabbi Eliezer and against Rabbi Yossi Aglili. So Rabbi Lazar Nami, Lishni Leishakam Shachto. So the Gemara says, okay, but why doesn't Rabbi Elazar use this defense? Meaning, I might have thought that the din would be that you pay if you shechted before we brought it to Basin. Meaning, Rabbi Kiva used that defense for himself. Why didn't Rabbi Elazar use that defense? So, Amalachah, what Rabbi Elazar will tell you is, So the Gemara 
So Rebbe Lazar will tell you, I'll tell you why I didn't use that defense. Because remember what I said? Go back to the beginning of today's daf. I said, Rebbe Lazar, this is Rebbe Lazar talking. I said that we're talking about a case where the animal is not going to be chayv misa. Why? Because it wasn't intent on killing a person. It was intent on killing another animal. That was Bryson number two. If you go back to the beginning of today's daf. So, so there, there's no chayv misa at all. And since there's no chiyav misa at all, so then I would have thought that you would have to pay the the, the chazi kofer from the animal itself. But over here, the animal is chayav misa. I just happens to be that we shechted before we brought to we brought it to Basin, but the animal is in fact chayav misa. Okay. Now the Gemara points out. Okay, Rabbi Kiva, he's making an excellent point. Meaning, ah, you shechted before you brought the base in, so what? In other words, the animal is a short haniskal. Regardless of whether we brought the base in or we shechted before we brought it to base in, it's a short haniskal. And so the base in is going to paskin it as a short haniskal. And therefore, it's going to have what kind of value? Zero. Meaning, Rebbe Luz is right. So, Rebbe Asi says, okay, I'm going to defend Rebbe Kiva in the following manner. And I'm, I'm citing my source, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina. Oh. You know what I would have thought? Again, the Pitur of Bala Shornaki is going on the Shloshim of Nebuchadnezzar. And why do I need a Pitur from that? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Yushur goes ahead and kills a, and, and sorry, the, um, and, and, and not kills. You're sure Tom goes ahead and damages a person. Okay? Rebbe Kiva Shita is that, what are you going to have to pay? You're going to be paying Me'aliyah. Ah, what do you mean? The entire Masechta. Right? You're, you're sure Tom does damage. You're paying Chatzinezik. You're paying it Megufo. Meaning, what's happening? Rebbe Kiva, we're going to see it later in the Masechta. Rebbe Kiva's of the position that that's only when a short Tom damages another shore. But if your short time damages a person, so there, according to Rabbi Kiva, Lafi Shitas Rabbi Kiva, you're paying min ha'aliyah. Ah, so now I would have thought that when, when, you're, when, when your short time uh, kills an Evikanani, ev- ev- so now we would have had a Havimin to suggest that maybe you do pay Shloshim. Mishalim nami demei evin me'aliyah. Kasarechman about Shornaki. That's why I need a Baal Shornaki. Okay? It sounds like an excellent defense within Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara says, yeah, I know, I know it sounds like a great defense for Rabbi Kiva, but you know who dismissed that argument? Rabbi Kiva himself. So the, even Rabbi Akiva who says that when your animal does damage, it's all still going to be kept Megufo, not Minha Aliyah. So that means to say that Rabbi Kiva ends up rejecting that position that when your short time damages a person, you're paying Minaliyah. Even Rabbi Kiva ended up walking that back. You're not paying Minaliyah, you're paying Megufo. So So now, once again, according to Rabbi Kiva, Ubala Shornaki, what is it there for? To exempt from Demei Eved? Why would I have thought that there would be a Chiv? Your shore is valued at zero. So Elam Rabbi Yitzchak Sakadat Chamin Ahol. 
Shebein Chor Yafes Tal Nosin Tal Shloshim Nosin Shloshim Nosin Shloshim VeEved Yafes Tal Nosin Shloshim Misham Nami Demei Eved Menaliyah Kasev Rachman Neval Shornaki. So here, in defense of Rabbi Kiva, here's what I would have argued. The Torah says that when your animal kills an Eved Kanani, so you have to pay Shloshim. Now, when you're Eved Muad, when sorry, Eved Muad. Okay, when your Shur Muad kills a kills an Eved Kanani, you pay Shloshim. I might have thought like this. You know, if your short Tom kills an Evikanani, you also have to pay. Ah, but in other words, isn't the payment coming from Gufo? And isn't it Gufo zero? What, meaning, what, why, why would I need the Torah to go out of its way saying Petur? Here's the argument. The argument is, is that the Torah says you pay 30 shkalim, irrespective of how much the Evid is worth. Now, let's say the Evid is worth, I don't know, one shekel. Okay, I, obviously I know nothing about the uh, about the about about the markets, <laughs> okay. But let's just. But the argument is a strong argument. The evidence is worth one shekel, and so now the Torah says to you, "I know the evidence is worth one shekel, but kanas meaning that that's what kanas means, meaning you're going to be paying thirty. Period. So, what is the Torah? What's what? What's the Torah saying to us? The Torah is saying to us is that even though he's worth one shekel, you're paying thirty shkalim. Oh. In other words, far, far in excess of what the actual value is. Oh, so if that's what the Torah is telling me, so now all I'm doing is, is I'm just listening. Well, if that's true by a short Muad, so shouldn't it be true by a short time? I know short time always pays me gufo, and it's always going to be capped. But over here, maybe maybe not here, meaning if Evikanani payment can far exceed the value of the Evikanani, so then maybe by my short time, we'll say the same thing. It should it should far exceed what normal what normal payment of a short time normally pays. Ah, that's why the Torah has to say Balshor Naki. In other words, that, that that in of itself is a valid argument, and that's what the Torah has to teach us. Balshor Naki, no, that when your short time kills an Evikanani, you don't pay the Shloshim. Tanya Kavase de Rava, and and Rava landed the argument, meaning that's that's the argument. And how do I know that Rava landed the argument? We have a Bryce corroborating, and here's where we're going to end today. I'm just going to read through the brisa. It's going to make the same exact point. Machmarani beve yosemi ben chorin. Shiben chorin yafasel no sin sela shoshim no sin shoshim. Eve yafasela no sin shoshim. Yochoye chayev. Okay, the Bryce says it exactly the way Rava formulated. I could have made the argument that even though, despite the fact that the Evikanani is worth only one sela, the Torah says, how many of them do you pay? 30. Of course, that's by Ashur Muad. I might have thought the same thing should be true regarding Tom. Tom Alamar Balshur Naki. Naki midme eved. Beautiful. So the Bryce says exactly that. The Torah has to dispel that argument. It's a good argument. That's why the Torah has to go out of its way to say, Ubal Shornaki. Okay. Challenging daf today. So easy to summarize. Shall we? Okay. I could <laughs> do, it, do it in a minute. Less than a minute. Bal Shornaki tells me that the owner of, a, uh, of an ox, and any animal really, but an ox that kills, a, a person, a Bal Shornaki, he's going to be uh, uh, relieved, not having to pay. Not having to pay what? We already know that the animal's value is zero. So what's the Torah telling me? So yesterday's daf, we made a couple of suggestions. And today's daf, Babakama Membez. So suggestion number one of Rebbe Lazar is, uh, Pater from Chatzikofer. 
Shot number two in today's daf. Rav Yosi Haglili, putter from, um, uh, putter from Demei Vlados. And, and shot number three in today's daf, and Rabbi Kiva himself, potter of the Knas of Shloshim Shkalem by Nebuchadnezzar.